I've always loved the story of a creator and by that in this context I mean someone who's literally creating something with their hands and how they decided to tap into that little spark to share it with the rest of the world right especially so when it's going to be part of someone's home in in other words their sacred space and one such story is that of yours Sudipta I think one of the things that got me to your profile uh you know at the first place one was of course the fact that Prasanamika had purchased uh, a rug from you but i think what was far more appealing for me was about how you aesthetically sort of you know uh, got those patterns and colors to speak to each other uh, in those rugs of yours so thank you so so much for doing this uh, sudipta uh, thanks so much smriti for having me i'm beyond uh, thrilled and happy to be here you know what i'm going to very quickly begin um uh, you know by asking you where your love for design really came in from right because i can see the passion on all of your rugs and all of the work that you're doing today so why don't you tell me where your love for design even came in at the first place yeah i think uh, anybody who loves design you see what others do and i feel like i see design and aesthetics in every damn thing so i feel like design is more what meets the eye and uh, if i go back to my uh, school days uh, i think the art subject and art supplies would excite me than more than anything and mm-hmm. then later came you know those years when i used to uh, literally collect packaging or say buy things just for packaging pretty packaging designs and uh, and then i think came a later point where i used to literally create mood boards on pinterest just for visual treats so i think somewhere um, all these instances and times and phases in life i think uh, was pretty much uh, clear in my head that i was really inclined to design of course i mean a lot of the credit goes to my mom because uh, she was the one uh, and as cliche as it sounds uh, i got it from my mama and she mm-hmm. literally took me to art camps and all things art related uh, in fact she it was her who got me enrolled to this design course which i did back in 2000 uh, 2008 mm-hmm. and uh, i think uh, you you know it because uh, a band design really makes you cringe so if that happens <laughs> so that's where and when i came to know that my whole thing lies in design right and is that why uh, you sort of switched gears to uh, to instead pursue your design course uh, instead of the yeah. bbm that you were doing correct so um, so even in bmm i didn't really have more creative subjects and even if i had one subject I still remember the day my project was thrown out because I I did more than what was expected. And uh, even after that, I had a, a internship at Ambience Fugues. It was a very nice, uh, in fact, it is a, a nice uh, ad agency. And uh, even when I was in client servicing that time, the creative team I used to, in fact, uh, spend a lot of time there instead of on my client side. And right. uh, the team team themselves was so nice. that they would really engage me in whatever they were doing and and of course when i had a keen interest so it really worked uh, you know mutually and somewhere i think uh, the creative officer there understood and got it that you know i am i'm least interested in the client servicing bit and right. in fact our creative officer was literally like a mentor to me and he told me that you know i i mean there's no point continuing with my servicing internship and rather i join the creative team Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that uh, it was my mom who told me uh, to you know do this uh, course called visual and communication art and uh, i had taken a break after that internship and mm-hmm. uh, i said why not i think even if i take some formal education on that aspect 
I think I'll mm-hmm. be better equipped for the future. And uh, that's how I enrolled for the course. And the best part was uh, anybody could join that course, right? So that time okay. I'd already spent my uh, years in graduation and the internship, and I didn't have a foundation course. I spent three years there, and uh, and of course, like there was so much, so much to learn. And by the end of it, I was plain lucky uh, that I got a quick internship at another design agency. And this time I did my internship as a designer. So you obviously had a couple of stints as a design consultant to the time that you actually sort of got introduced to Travels of Art. So that obviously was a pivot moment for you, if I may want to call it that. So what really changed for you? So basically Travel of Art is a place where Meghna used to curate art workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah you call it workshops or retreats and it was a fantastic concept because it was like no age bar as if anybody and everybody interested in art could do that and mm-hmm. the thing is that after we started working with her I realized that you have so many art forms in India right like India's got like over 50 different art forms so uh, her point was like so she would choose places any art uh, pertaining to that state or place, uh, she would conduct like, uh, she would take eight to 10 uh, people in a group. And mm-hmm. it was like a basically holiday, an art holiday. So you go there for three, four days, learn some art, um, you know, uh, ming- uh, mingle with the locals. And I was I was very keen because travel and art, both are my, um, what do you call it? Both are my loves. It's like... Uh, it was the thing that time I felt like, okay, this is for me. So right. yeah, that's how it started. Got it. So, you know, one of the things that I, uh, and this very interesting person that I've, uh, that I spoke to was Kavita Arvind. She is an illustrator and she's an art educator. Now, when I was talking to her for Project Spark, one of the things that she spoke about was the fact that there is a difference between art and design. Art is more expressive. It's very fluid design has structure to it it brings in that sense of uh you know uh, assembly in that sense right there is a there's a flow uh that sort of is put in place when it comes to design now I thought that was very intriguing because she's also an illustrator she's and she's a children's book illustrator specifically so she says that while I am an artist I think I need that design element uh to come in for me to be able to tell a story for instance so it was a very interesting uh, you know, culmination, I would say, of art and design. Now, Siddhartha, given that you tapped into that little spark of yours, which was all about design initially to begin with, and it sort of moved uh, to the direction of art. Now, first of all, do you even believe that there is a difference between art and design? What's your philosophy behind art and design? Uh, so, uh, interestingly, this uh, I vividly remember the discussion between art and design in my college. Some things have really stayed with me. So mm-hmm. I believe like, you know, like, I feel like design reaches out to people and art draws them in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, very a stark difference is basically design assists and art is where it challenges. So, you know, um, I'll, uh, so one thing I saw or had mentioned is a success of a piece, a piece of art, you know, it's mostly measured by its ability to make people ask questions around them, you know. You know, like right. uh, it's art is just like it serves no purpose, but like it's it exists, like it, it's an own existence and just to be art. But mm-hmm. uh, for me, I believe like design. I've always also seen design from that perspective. It's also not challenging. It helps you. It's there to, in fact, uh, solve problems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you know, like you go to an art 
gallery yeah so when we go to an art gallery we will see so many um uh, paintings by artists and sometimes there will be one painting when you just look at it and it's like what is supposed to be like what does it mean like mm. you you uh, you know when you look at art every like every uh, every individual that will have their different interpretation to that painting like their own thought perception and yeah. uh yeah so and i feel like design in fact tells you the answer like it's the same but, answer for everyone i feel and it's okay. mostly it's uh, more easy to understand like i feel like design is primarily there to solve problems so there you go that segues into my next question very beautifully um due to hue is something is really where i can see or rather this is my interpretation uh, of the fact that you are bringing your sense of art and design together right now how are you getting them to talk to each other with due to you and work together more importantly so that that with due to you yeah so um, you know as the name suggests due to you simply means because of colors and uh, yeah so you know, somehow like this name stuck with me throughout like even after my uh, earlier the design under uh, design interest if i mentioned and i actually started using it everywhere even when you know i offer design services and uh, i feel like uh, there's so much to do like you know i primarily give design services like graphic design services so mm-hmm. uh, when i was working with uh, um, krishna mehta uh, in fact that was my first job that i landed after my course and um, so what i had to do was basically create designs right and uh, these designs were then going going on to different surfaces so whether it is crockery furnishings and things like that and i feel like exactly like i feel like why do i uh, restrain myself to just one surface and mm-hmm. that's why i want to do what i aim to do is um, you know basically dabble in a lot more of different surfaces different textures and uh, i mean i uh, what's the best way to marry art and design together right so this yep. Uh, th- that's how i felt like the, uh, the last time that i did my rug project i feel like i i felt like that's the best uh, way to manifest as in like you know so his craftsmanship craftsmanship if you check on my instagram page i have mentioned about my artisan his name is zaid ansari um yes. uh, yeah so um, you know like that that's the thing right like people don't really uh, put the artisans in the front uh then she, it's always like you know the recent dior uh, exhibit that happened and uh, there's this whole article on the internet on exploitation basically yeah yeah so i really i really want to do this like you know put the artisans basically in front um, mm-hmm. because for so much that they're doing you know eventually in the whole bargain um, no the artisans are not getting the due credit uh anyway coming back to my view to you so i feel like i need to marry uh, art and design together in a way that i can also uh, there is my design forte and mm-hmm. the craftsmanship in it so you know uh, so that if you were to give me a little more clarity in terms of what jujuju is all about so the rug project is something that you did in 2022 so essentially it's about experimenting with different textures and different patterns and marrying art and design across those or is are rugs something that you will continue to focus on over a period of time honestly you won't believe like i have created so many designs on rugs and uh, this was like uh, during the lockdown in fact the lockdown had just lifted and i said mm-hmm. uh, i was speaking to my uh, husband koshik and i was like 
you know i need to do something like uh, i mean things are turning up uh, as in you know it's no more the same and artisans are also ready as well. so basically uh, i got to know uh, about zaidai through um, an extremely sweet girl and she was generous enough to share me the contact and i just called him one day and i told him like you know i want to do this i want to do that and he was extremely open and he was also uh, you know sounding very affirmative about it so i said okay mm-hmm. let's do it so i told him i'm sitting here in mumbai you are there so we need to do a lot of uh, uh, video calls and this and i said yeah, yeah don't worry madam we'll come coming and all that i said okay mm-hmm. this guy sounds very like uh, just the way basically you know sometimes like uh, if things uh, can't turn out the way i want i know it like somehow but you know he sounded very affirmative and he was like uh, let's do it like even he was in right. the same uh, yeah same wavelength and he was like let's do it i said okay great um and that's how it started so rugs is one bit like one thing mm-hmm. that i do uh, yep. so i i believe i want to change that uh, so next probably i might touch crockery uh, mm-hmm. i might uh, pottery for that matter or i mm-hmm. might do like uh, wall art something like that you know but i need yeah i need an artisan's uh, touch to it mm-hmm. why am i just like okay that's interesting that's really interesting so it's basically like a mother brand of sorts that's going to bring in uh, any aspect of art and design together on a particular f- surface or a texture and it could end up being functional in that sense but the idea is for oh, yes. for you to bring in that aesthetic got it right. okay now on that note i think one of the things that i've that I've all, i personally have been always excited about is really and, and i started the conversation off with something like this anything that's really handmade has, has its own little story right and that story typically belongs to the artist or the artisan who's actually making it and like you rightly said uh, so that in this filled with such handicrafts that are really dying for various reasons as well right also because people don't even know about this at the first place now you in fact give me a chance uh, and thank you for this uh, you know to sort of check out uh, you know strishti theri's uh, you know initiative artists of banjara and I'm, i was just awestruck at that mammoth effort that she's sort of pulling off today right now and i know for a fact that that uh, and you told me about this the very fact that that her journey sort of inspired you to do a little something and the very fact that you want that artisan touch point at everything that you're doing with due to here today right so why don't you tell me a little right. bit about that little journey of yours um so like i said india is a rather you uh, yeah it's always regarded as a melting pot of customs institutions and uh, somewhere you know it's losing its uh, cultural sense uh and whereas we have so many like my dear art forms existing thriving surviving some are even dying so um in this lockdown uh, what happened is uh, i came across banjara market you mm-hmm. have so many artisans there and they are doing fantastic jobs they they have like ceramics mainly they are into ceramics but so what happened is imagine in lockdown everybody like it was it came to a standstill right so imagine these guys who they live on literally on the streets and they are i think uh, the, there are some some uh, i think they are uh, they belong to a tribe and they literally yeah. have no uh, you know they have no way of uh, any sort of income right mm-hmm. so it was just like uh, yeah it was a dead end for them and uh, so once what happens happened is my sister sent me um, a story uh, and it was uh, the name the handle was uh, artisans of banjara and uh, you know it started with literally showing candid pictures of these uh, tribal artists and these uh, you know, potters and you know the people selling and just casual pictures of them 
and yeah. uh, and slowly Srishti introduced uh, saying that um, you know she's going to basically help them sell their stuff mm-hmm. and I was like wow I mean hats off I mean I was literally uh, following her stories closely and I know what amount of painstaking effort she was putting in like imagine doing the listing of the products to logistics with the help of her friends so she literally got all the ceramics listed on the website and she would do like a flash sale on weekends and people that's how people you know engage and they it, it was like they the all the stuff would go sold out in no time also then a um, few months later rather a year later me uh, me and cosmic had gone to the mountain so basically whenever we get a holiday by default that we have to go to a mountain place and uh, banjar is a small town in the kullu district this is in uh, himachal so uh, once in the evening we had gone to the market and there was a small place in the corner and there was two there were two rooms so in the one room uh, there was this empty loo and the other one was like filled with these himachali stalls all right so i said to koshik uh, let's go i mean you usually uh, we were just like uh, taking rounds and i said let let's go to this one this looks very interesting and uh, when i went, when we reached nobody was there like oh, only the pretty souls i could see all around and i was just so uh, waiting to know like the details but nobody was there to ask was like nobody was there and then some i asked somebody like you know i want to speak to somebody regarding this and then mm-hmm. uh, came uh, his name is bhupen uh, chogha something uh, he is a basically a local i used to live there and mm-hmm. uh, he's pretty much a senior uh, person and i then i asked him you know i went through the his beautiful stalls they were all hand woven by him and mm-hmm. i asked him the range and he showed me okay these uh, start from 500 to 5000 and it was beautiful and mm-hmm. then i then that's what clicked me i said uh, by leaving uh, by leaving i just asked him that uh, do you send out couriers do you know how how do you like ship out uh couriers if i get orders for you so mm-hmm. he said nahi janta but main meri beti se karwa dunga so i said okay so and that time i said jada nahi five six you will get like five six also i'll try it that was why i said i mean uh, try kar dunga i didn't assure him and then i took pictures of uh, all these stores and store and himself and i left and uh, and then i came back to my hotel and and, and i was just sitting and i said okay so let me see let me try my luck and i uh, and i then i shared the story of the stool on my uh, uh, page and mm-hmm. i also put them on my stories and i tagged uh, mamta das her handle is boho balka she is uh, yeah. she is again uh, like i never met her uh, but again she she really like goes out of her way to help anybody and then uh, and then there's um, my nested about the handle is my nested about seema singh she is like mm-hmm. i would call her my insta mata she is like the absolute badass in her late 40s and 50s probably so anyway so uh, these two basically helped me uh, put the pictures on their story mm-hmm. and smriti i am not kidding you i had kept my phone on the table there was not one second or a minute when i didn't get any you know the phone was constantly buzzing basically right every second yeah my phone was buzzing with either a follow either a message either a yeah basically dms and my whole time went in answering that and i went i was like where i told him i'll get you four five orders you won't believe 
at the end of the day in fact the next morning till the last minute i i closed the order only because his stock was open you know wow so i was like i mean see imagine he just sitting there with his stuff and only thing is he's, he doesn't have an outlet to you know a proper marketing channel to go and sell his stuff so yeah. uh, literally so overnight i made him a sales of good 21k and I, more than i was happy so uh, so uh, in the afternoon and same day i had to leave for manali and so but anyway i made a quick tour and entered i told him listen you've got like 20 orders uh, but he was so like uh, very polished shy and fancy so he was like oh okay thank you and i told him okay now this is your order i gave him the list of addresses names everything and i mm-hmm. said okay you need to ship out these 20 stores and and so okay okay lekin ek minute mein mere uh, you know i'll call my son and then i ex- explained him like you have to send these and you have to charge then the shipping amount as per your weight and he said nahi nahi kar paunga and i'm like no don't say that and uh, eventually what happened is i had to pick up all the 20 stores from him that time put it in my luggage and i came back and then i had to ship out myself so there you go so you made it happen <laughs> either ways yeah i just made it happen so yeah but that whole exercise you know by even looking at swishti's effort uh the whole, whole her initiative and then doing this small time task it just yep. made me realize that doing my own thing is also not easy but i wanted to do it because it was all worth it in the end so you know in fact that sort of goes into my next question to you uh, so the, the very fact that you wanted to create a directory of sorts right now i think at the center of everything that you want to do today it needs to have that artisan's touch point and you are absolutely clearly you are very very passionate about bringing the word out there and for them to sort of be able to create that sort of channel for them and to get due credit for what they're doing more importantly right and and also therefore be uh, and therefore earn the kind of money that they that they deserve because ultimately it's the effort that counts so i would love for you to speak about that passion project that you have for yourself so why don't you tell me a little bit about the directory that you want to put together for artisans oh yes so um i believe like lately there has been a steady decline in handicrafts and mm-hmm. these craft clusters uh, you know and actually there's a decline in production and so basically it's a whole circle right and uh, and of course the artisans are not like so advanced and because of uh, advanced the technology that's uh, ever upgrading itself and so i feel like art is slowly disappearing in some parts and uh, yeah so i feel like the main important uh, aspect here is uh, preservation like unless mm-hmm. you uh, you know pass on or tran- transmit your knowledge and skills to the next generation it it won't survive and right. i feel like you know there are so many self help groups that are there right now you know like uh, these uh, dastakar uh, yeah. i don't know if you've seen dastakar and then there's dastakar samiti um then there are uh, other ngos also uh, samainwar barefoot selonia and tissor india and so all these basically what they're trying to do is basically connect these artisans community to consumers directly yeah because like i said you know even the viewer who was sitting back in himachal he didn't really know what to do with his stuff so i feel like uh, you know do through these self help groups if you buy from them if you participate just help them in some way and mainly is basically generate income for them and that's the only way to for them to reinstate pride you know on this whole hands from hand woven and hand hand crafted thing 
it's easy yeah. to look at it and you know just like i feel like unless you uh, acknowledge their effort and work and uh, by buying or uh, yeah i mean buying is primarily the main thing other than that uh, you know that, that the main bread and butter comes from there but Correct. i feel like you should really encourage them and you know um, help them survive got it so tell me a little bit more about the directory right so it's going to have how are you imagining it to be is it going to be a list of these artisans uh, the kind of work that oh, they yes. do where you can access oh, their yes. products so what is the directory going to be about yeah so um, you know when i was in travelers art i got to know like every state every state will have something or the other you know their own uh, art you know that they are mainly uh, expert at so i feel like there should be a ready reckoner for everybody who can just uh, you know pick up stuff or like to see and buy stuff from wherever they are got it and ultimately yeah. my main motto is to make every poor artisan rich unknown faces on recognition revive every dying art and much more through direct sales mainly and no middle like i want them to be there yeah and and so, sort of to create that direct touch point in that sense right because i think that's that's yeah. all that really matters because i think it's middleman of any kind it could be it could be another store yeah, it could be another person equipped. yeah yeah, yeah. make them equipped to sort of go ahead and reach out to customers directly and to be to enable them to be able to do so right because i think that sort of empowerment uh one to be able to do something on by yourself or with the assistance of your family is like the artisan that you found in uh, in himachal whatever it may be right just empowering them with the with the ability to be able to do this yeah. by themselves and to be able okay. to reach out to to customers directly and for customers to be able to reach out to them directly as well right i think is a really big deal and uh, it's a tough one no doubt it's going to be it's going to be really difficult but i do hope your your directory sort of comes alive sooner than later and i'm sure you're building up to it clearly by the looks of it with the projects that you're picking up as well so that then i can't wait to see what your next project is going to be like um you know i think the very fact that your rug all the way from bombay or wherever it is that your artisan <laughs> is sitting right now has come into chennai i think is is by itself a, is a testament to the directory or the vision that you have that you want to build for yourself yeah. right the very yeah. fact that you want to give every artisan that face and the and the recognition that he he and he or she deserves for that matter i think that's really the point here thank you smriti for having me and i still i will never forget the evening when you messaged me for invitation and I thought I just show you what we because you know people like you are uh, giving uh, people like us and making me making us feel so valued that's exactly you know? what i think project spark is really about that so that it's it's you know i yeah. one i and, i've always believed yeah. the fact that i'm nobody to judge uh, someone in terms of the kind of work that they're doing right uh, judge it in terms of whether how small or how big or how uh of how impactful it is right exactly what is different about project spark i love it about it because otherwise i mean i wouldn't expect uh, somebody to ask me that and it feels great and also um i would love uh to use this platform right now to give a small shout out if you don't mind to my family and friends who always have my back and this is uh, making me believe that the world is possible